partying is cool. Dying is not. Welcome to the Digi Bowl on Fox Kids with your host, Terry Bradshaw. Look at me. I get to host the first Digi Bowl. The first. Super Bowls, they come and go. But the Digi Bowl, now that's exciting stuff. But can't do it alone. So luckily, I have two authentic Digi Destins, Izzy and Kari, helping me. First, let's check in with my sideline correspondent, Kari. Maybe she can tell us what in the heck a Digi Bowl is. This Halloween, when you stock up on Pepsi and Doritos, you'll find coupons for savings on Hershey's candies. It's the perfect recipe for a... Here's something to howl about. This week at Florida Supermarkets, specially marked Pepsi-Cola 2 liters are just 89 cents. Have sex, こんにちは。ボンボットファミリーと私たちのライブ放送へようこそ。私たちはあなたの視聴とリスニングの喜びのためのを持っています。今あなたのホストスコッティ・ジェイロとジェリー・ケーブルにステイ・ボンバードを
Um, yes, him and his neighbor Paul. Uh, they they left. They went to uh, and actually we. I sh man, we, we should get we should get that picture uploaded on here uh, to show. Uh, but you know, um, Scotty and Paul, they're having a good time. Um, I think Paul is uh, has tried. He I think he tried to sneak a Wendy's Frosty machine in his suitcase onto the boat, and so that they had to like stop. I think in in uh, like the mall Dave's for for like a week like a couple of days actually they really like kind of put the cruise on pause so i don't know scotty might be back next week hopefully uh but it's good to be here with you all again welcome to another episode of the bombad cast the last episode of spooky season uh yes welcome chase yes um i hope that you all have had your thrills chills and plenty of laughs and bomb battery bombad assery is that a way but that's what we're gonna say it like that that's what we're gonna say uh, but again, yeah, here we go. Bob Adcast. This is what you're here. A weekly Star Wars experience live every 8 p.m. Central on a Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern. If you're nasty. Uh, we also don't we listen. We don't just do that, though. Every Wednesday, except for this past Wednesday, because Scotty, again, was, uh, you know, sailing around the Bermuda Triangle. Uh, we do a little show. Scotty does a little show called Bomb Ed Gaming, where he sits down and plays any number of uh, games. It could be backgammon, shoots and ladders, uh, sometimes Candyland, the occasional Hungry Hungry Hippos. Uh, but it's great. It's a it's a good time. You should come check it out. Um, me and Scotty have even played on there before, and hopefully we might be able to work something out when he gets back. Might be doing a little, uh, little something, you know, makes us feel good called, uh, you know, ghost busting. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. Don't quote me on that, but you, I already said it. So anyway, um, and then every other week, actually this week, Hyperfocus returns with guest Nikki Kumar from the Imperial Senate podcast. Um, great friends of the show, just great friends in general. Um, and like, I, I seriously can't wait to sit down with Nikki and like, we, we've never really had the chance to like sit down just the two of us and kind of chat. So I'm super excited to do that. But listen, all that's just gravy. Um, you're here for the main event tonight, by the way. And uh, real quick, by the way, uh, we have a Patreon and if you, uh, you know, if you want to, I don't know, pay us for the fart jokes and, you know, the the random <laughs> um, turning on our own YouTube stream on our own YouTube live stream and, and creating uh, something that would cre creating a spectacle that would uh, uh, make the cast of Inception, I think, shit their pants. Um, guys, go join our Patreon. It's seven dollars a month. It's just one base uh, price. And you get access to all of this again. Uh, you're only allowed in the uh, uh, in the group chat if uh, you are 18 and up. Just saying, uh, because you know uh, we don't like going to jail. So uh, yeah. But anyway, guys, check out the Patreon. And uh, speaking of which, a Patreon. You know we're we're gonna be uh, recover. We're gonna be recovering. We're gonna be covering Andor uh, this week's episode and the week and next week's episode at the same time next week, I believe. Um. But yeah, we got a lot of good stuff in the works, and uh, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and say it. How about a little uh, Cannon Junkie Corner this uh, Saturday afternoon? Maybe uh, let me know, guys. Let me know what y'all what y'all think. Uh, we might be uh, reading a little bit more of the Galaxy of Fear series. But all of that being said, as a wise man many times has said, I'm gonna bring in my 
guest host. I don't know. Listen, this is a guest. They are a guest host, but they're also, I think, one of the most incredible siblings I think I've ever came across within my, you know, my time upon this plane of existence we call uh, Earth and, you know, life in general. But you know what? I'm going to stop uh, waxing philosophical and sounding like I, I just came from the, the you know, I don't know, the Turquoise Valley <laughs> in the uh, Sedona, Arizona. I'm going to go ahead and bring in my co-host, my sibling from another wibbling. It's Boop. Hey, mate. Who invited you here? How dare you? How dare you say such nice things about me in this poorly lit room? Let me fix that. Here we go. All right, here we go. Okay, so to fix that, um, yes, the greatest piece of shit I've ever had the displeasure to scrape off my shoe. Boop! Thank Welcome. you. I would say, You're listen, right. been worse things about me. It's fine. It's fine. So, well said though. horrible, <laughs> terrible things about you <laughs> to your face. <laughs> Right. Lovingly. Well, that's the way you should. That's the way you should, you know? Is that um, not how you value your friends? I am doing just delightful because it is my season. I am the spooky friend, and I see in the it chat great, great season. just Who things that make me feel such like warm feelings inside and make me want to throw up a little bit. Hi, Shauna. <laughs> I, Wall stretching. Oh no, uh, it's just a trick of the camera. Yeah, it's you know, it's uh, if you've been on the haunted mansion ride at Disney World or Disneyland, I've not been on the Disneyland version, but you know, it's That's right in the smoke park. and mirrors, smoke and mirrors. Yes, cheers. Um, what are you drinking tonight? We'll go ahead and do this like we did, uh, uh you know, off air. I am drinking uh, motor oil, arsenic, and uh, gotta, it well, is gotta keep lubricated. Gotta keep lubricated, man. Just you know, you just gotta get the uh, vocal cords flowing. You know, you really, I'm you ready to become a ghost. Out. You know. Yes, right. Well, you know, and this is this is a uh, cup of Drano uh, right here. No, I'm just kidding. Excellent this is house. so I've got spike uh, spiked cider. You know, which might become more apparent as the show goes on. Um, also, getting ready. Uh, shortly after spooky season for Ryan Johnson's glass onion. You got to so say it right. It's glass onion. Glass onion. Uh, I'm going to need to watch knives out before I go watch that. But uh, anyway, um, so yeah, I don't know. Let's so boop. You have kind of been helping me uh, plan this whole spooky season and we kind of do spooky season a little different than most Star Wars podcasts on the Bob Adcast. We we started kind of just doing one off like a couple of years ago, like a, a, a like a, a creepypasta Star Wars creepypasta episode the that kind of spaghetti. has become right with the spooky spaghetti, the the uh uh, I can't think of a I, I can't think I can't think of a synonym for for creepy and uh, then a pasta that it rhymes with. I'm so, uh, scary. Um, so yeah, you just yeah got there you go. Nom on it. Creepy cava cava cavatappi. <laughs> I think that's the pasta that looks like nipples, and so I'm into it. Yeah, there you go. Is it? Or is <laughs> I that, the that was the curly. That was the curly uh, the curly macaroni. Chat, what's the one that looks like nipples? It's a curly tube. 
it's a Cheers. duck dick. It's a duck penis. There is you the, go. Is the cavatappi? That's what. That's it the is. one. Only. Oh, only that's a, ooh. Listen, listen. Keep, uh, whenever I order from Noodles and Company, it is I usually get the pesto uh, cavatappi. You know, mm. um, or something like it. it's 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 pesto and all that kind of. Anyway, you guys came here to listen to this. Okay, this is what you came here for. Um, here is wax poetic about noodles. Exactly. That's all we're going to do. We're going to try to describe the, figure out which noodle we're talking about by which animal phallus it, it, it resembles the most. <laughs> Carlucci. Is that what it is? Is it the Carluccios or whatever? Really? I think. I don't know. There's a lot of people that I worked with at Barnes and Noble in the chat tonight because I invited oh! them. <laughs> Well, welcome. welcome, welcome. It's good to see you guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, Boop, I I think that something that we wanted to do because again, so we we've been kind of doing this thing at Bombad Cast, and this year I was like, I'm gonna I want to get Boop in on this with me because we're both very kind of creepy. Like you know, this is I would I'll give you this season. This is your season, but I'm a pretty creepy person myself. You know, like a like creepy adjacent at the least, right? I love to stand um, outside of kindergartens. Yes. Right. Yeah. We, yeah, we were the ones that the other kids were like, you know, <laughs> they, 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 they have a storm cloud over them, like literally like a cartoon, like what is going on? Um, we were the Adams family children, but anyway, uh, exactly. exactly. But, um, another reason that we kind of have, have thought been thinking about doing this is for the, the past half a year, maybe more, we have really kind of been thrown around the idea of doing a show together. And I don't know if you want to kind of explain sort of what we are thinking about uh, doing to the people. And then we'll, we'll give a title reveal maybe at the end that because there, there could be a show coming possibly boop. And Jerry show. What do you, what does the chat think about that? Like that not to, coming to a podcast platform near you, not anything connected yes. to, I think either one of our shows, but something new, something different, something yes. separate. Um, Inspired by Daddy. Our first reaction. We have decided to start an OnlyFans. Yes. Yeah. But only pictures and posts. Right. Right. Well, and toenail pics. That's it. That's exactly. it. Not ours. No. Someone else. Found. Found. Re reclaimed. <laughs> exactly. Um. Uh, this but yeah. <laughs> is going to be amazing. So, uh, yeah, we have been throwing around the idea like a spooky basketball, a pumpkin, maybe. It, it fits in line with the season um, for yeah. a while. The camera to work. No, it, it's ghosts, Jerry. You, you didn't say the ritual right, and now you're haunted. That's eh, fine. I mean, it's listen. It's been like that for a little bit anyway. So you get used. You get used to the the moans and wails at night. Sometimes you know, and sometimes it's the, the neighbors. Sometimes it's the neighbors having you know loud ruckus sex. Sometimes it's just the it's the banshee with the chains uh, coming out of the closet. Who knows? It's either way. It's it's fine. Good for them. Honestly, yeah. very proud. Up top, put my hand on the floor and go, "Hey, up top, go guys." There you go. <laughs> when will anyway. it be time? Anyway, so yes, we've been throwing around the spooky basketball. Uh, some may say a pumpkin of doing a podcast for a while that is solely based on our friendship. That is 
kind of held together by the spooky stuff and also trauma and many other lots things. of trauma mental and, health things of that true. um yeah. yeah but kind of like with a very uh paranormal bent and everything because yeah. we that's something that we are both very intrigued uh, uh with you know is that's the 90 percent the... of our text messages Oh man, like we sending people sending things to each other that would only get <laughs> the side eye emoji from a lot of other people and things, which we'll get into in a sec. But but um yeah, but like we all kinds of like we're interested in like real life paranormal stuff. Like I I don't know about you, I was watching sightings on sci-fi channel back in the 90s when I was a kid, even when I was Absolutely. like, you know, a born-again Christian who you know didn't really need to get involved in the hat <laughs> but um it still fascinated me the idea of uh, ghosts um cryptids high strangeness is a big one for us big and time. you know like uh uaps or ufo ufos for the layman um but uh yeah no like that kind of stuff really uh, pops our cork uh so to speak and so, um, yeah, listen, we are really trying to get this thing off the ground and we want you guys to hold us accountable. This is yes, sort please. of, this is sort of the announcement soft lunch, uh, on, on bomb cast here. So if you, if you enjoy kind of the, the chemistry, what's going on here and you want to hear us talk about spooky things and also mental health and things like that to, along with it, just different yeah. things like that, you know, you're both widely mentally ill. Very, very, uh, almost to a, to a fault, almost to a fault. No, it is a fault, almost. but, uh, it's fine. But, uh, no. And, uh, listen, I don't have like a logo or anything. Like we haven't got, listen, we're really, we just have a title, frankly, and right now. It. And, and the ideas that we've thrown around and I don't know, uh, boop, if you want, do you, would you like to reveal the title? I would love to. I'm going to pull it up just so I get the phrasing correct. Okay. All right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we came yes. up with like a, a little tagline too. Um, yeah. Th again, this is all still kind of it, but the, the title is the title. So exactly. The title is Weird and Out, a podcast about the weird, for the weird, by the weird. Because right. we are very weird. Extremely. Um, probably the weirdest of all of our friends and all the people who, you know, do stuff on twitter.com. At least I think it's we like, we like to think that we are, we don't, don't be all like, Oh, we're going to be nice in the chat. It's like, no, you're not. No, we are holding this title. It's the one thing exactly. we have. Don't take it away from us. Okay? I will fist fight every single one of you for that title. And yes, give you a absolutely. Hits. So again, guys, Please keep us, uh, you know, again, we're putting it on your shoulders now. You got to be like, hey, where's the first episode of Weird and Out? Definitely. Yeah. We need that accountability. We need it because we, again, two ADHD kids, um, listen, we're 20 minutes in. We haven't even talked about the thing that we said we were going to talk about. So, I mean, listen, this is a preview. It is a preview. So get ready, yeah. you know. But uh, anyway, Weird and Out, check it out. And again, you, you'll find nothing out there. Please don't steal our title um, and create your own show. Uh, pretend to like steal our identities and, and things of that nature. That's just not, listen, cloning is not legal yet that I know of. Um, it's generally it's, frowned upon. It's pretty frowned upon in most societies. Um, yeah. Unlike cannibalism, but you know, 
I mean, when will the cannibalism start? We've been teasing it for years. It, uh, it is what it is, you know. I don't know. Like it's it's coming someday. I'm pretty sure. Um, but anyway. Anyway, with and if you that, have ideas for the show, by the way, give please topics you want us to cover from like actual account like uh, uh, accounts from people. We're gonna. Well, I mean, we really kind of dig the high strangeness stuff. So you're probably gonna hear again a lot about our Lord and Savior Mothman. You're probably gonna hear a little bit about. Um, he stays with me all the time. Oh yes, oh, praise be. Um, we uh, you, you might hear about you know some uh, some goblins, some Kelly Hopkinsville goblins. You might hear a little bit about you know, um, just different things, UAPs, ghosts, mm -hmm. different like whatever. Uh, we might talk about um, Skinwalker Ranch, um, different you know big events like that. You know that are really cool things. There's actually I found out a really big like. UFO sighting in the 90s happened in my town. You can yeah. watch you can watch an entire episode of uh, uh, of unsolved mysteries on Netflix. One of the new episodes is about these UFO sightings in Michigan. It is yes. in my county, my town, Holland, Michigan. You can see a big overhead map of where I live. It's great. Please don't come kill me. I did not Please mark don't. my location in that episode because they did not ask me. Um, but yeah, no. But stuff like that. And so, uh, but yeah, let us know, please. Oh, here we go. Yeah, Chase. Oh, yes. Yes, we got to get to the bottom of it. We got it. And also the fact that Mothman, there have been Mothman sightings in Chicago recently. Yeah. Chase, I don't know if you've been hearing a lot about the, the Chicago Mothman He's over the last several you. years. Coming to see you yeah. and Claire. He's coming. And yeah. And hopefully, I, I don't like, Mothman's cool. I don't like that the Mothman saga ended with a bridge collapsing because that makes me go maybe get the hell out of Chicago. <laughs> but, what are bridges for if not to collapse? Is he a harbinger or is he just the guy trying? Like, like is did that he's just is that like he's a daddy and he was just at the right place at the wrong time? That's what it exactly. was. That's all it is. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, maybe it is Chase. Who knows? Chase. They're the drama. Yes. Yes. Yeah, the disaster um, that we all love. <laughs> the perfect one. Um, oh, you are half moth. Oh my god. Oh my god. We're gonna have to interview. He's Brian. been here the entire time. Right in front of us. Everyone is coming to Chicago. <laughs> Mothman included. Let's see. Hold on. What we got here? The monster smut I've been reading has been prepared from You've been Listen, spending too much time with a Reagan. I, I swear heard. to God. I have heard, uh, in fact, on uh, last podcast and left a favorite of ours, like they read some Mothman erotica in one episode. And let it's me say, I mean, it honestly, it isn't It honestly isn't that bad. It was it was pretty it was pretty steamy. Um, but it was also very if you are not ready for monster, pardon my French kids. If you're not ready for monster fucking you, you, just, you know, you might want to steer clear. Um, just. But get Move with on. the program. Get with the night. Get with the the nineties. Get with get with the. <laughs> Launch yourself into the nineties, kids. kids. Yeah, hip. We're hip. Uh, anyway, I am so hip. I can't see over my pelvis, Jerry. Exactly. That's that's pretty. Wow. That's damn hip. Um, There's a line from boot. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. <laughs> yes. To get this whole thing kind of kicked off, twenty five minutes in. Uh, tonight we're talking about our real life uh, paranormal experiences, but like both of us have had paranormal experiences um, despite what people might think. And there's a lot that kind of comes with 
saying I've had a paranormal experience. Um, I think that it can sometimes people can like go, uh huh. Oh, okay. Cause I, if you haven't seen something, the default for a lot of people is to go like to look down their nose mm -hmm. and kind of things yeah, like sure. that. We don't want to disparage anyone for if you're, you know, if you're, it's not your cup of tea, you don't really like want to look into it. That's fine. You know, again, I wouldn't yuck anyone else's yum, but there are a lot of things that kind of go into it. And um, I, I guess the question I want to start us out with tonight is why are you so interested in the paranormal? Like what, what interests you uh, the most about this kind of area, dark corner of the universe, maybe uh, that, that, I don't know, that keeps you coming back to it. That fascinates you so much. That is a very good question. Um, well, I mean, I was raised very religious, which Same. I know. It's, it's almost like it's it kind of fucks you up a little bit. No. <laughs> a little bit. Like, it's religious trauma is just the spice of life, you know? It just makes oh, everything. Absolutely. Just, mm, makes you see so little green better. men. It's fine, you know? No, exactly. I'm, just, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I mean, see, I'm doing it. I'm doing the thing now. Please continue. If I can believe in Sky Daddy, I can believe in everything else. Like, quite honestly, it. Why not? Sky's the is, limit, you know. It, sky is the limit. Sky Daddy is also the limit. Just praise, praise be, praise be, Sky, sky Daddy, Daddy Mothman. <laughs> but yeah, I, I was I was raised very religious. My both of my parents are pastors, and one of the things that you grow up learning about is, of course hell obviously it's a big part yeah. of it uh book of revelations the second coming of christ like all of this stuff that was if i can be honest fear-mongering like that is a lot of christianity in general is making scary. people exactly it is so scary and it's for metal some... as hell and horror horror filled exactly that is 100% what it is, is this would not be as as alluring as it is if you did not just make it sound so damn metal. Like, come on, man. Like, that yeah. is essentially what got me into it. See, is... like, I, I have to make socks for all eternity or something. Like, if it, like, it, like I have to knit socks for all eternity. But you get, no. that's your thing. That's fine. You know, whatever. Listen, reading the book, um, The Divine Comedy, as a youth, um, it was meant to be like a, you know, listen closely, kids. This is this is the cautionary tale. I'm reading that and reading about all the levels of hell, and I'm just like, that sounds so freaking dope. Like, come on, man. Like, why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I want to be cool with the devil? There's an entire level for gluttony. Hell yeah. Right? No. <laughs> There's people sticking up out of the ground with their feet just out. Like, that's mm -hmm. awesome. And and then you know. I went to Catholic school briefly as a kid. They did the the Stations of the Cross every year around Easter time, which right. if you've ever experienced that, oh boy, is that just, just, just a theater experience. It is so campy. It is yeah. high, high camp. I love it so much. But yeah. Like, love that. You gotta love the high camp. Gotta love the high camp. It, they are putting their whole jizzosy into that <laughs> performance. 
and you just get to sit there in the pew and just like oh, I hope Scotty's students aren't watching. <laughs> I hope they are. Listen, we're gonna get Scotty fired tonight, okay? We, we're gonna get go. him fired. Tell um, tell Father Francis or whoever. I'm just I don't know who. It was Father Thomas. Father Thomas was the ah, one that uh, close invited me into his office fairly regularly. <laughs> Not in that way. Okay. But, Sorry. Um, no. I was but getting yeah, more like, in the pastor at a playground there for a second. Oof. Mm. Yeah, sorry. I but mean, please, please I like, Part of the story is that my father was raised Catholic. And so he had oh. a lot of that, like, instilled into him. And a lot of the fear of hell, a lot of the angels and the demons and all that kind of thing. Which he, you know, by the point he met my mom. My dad was almost a priest, by the way. He wow. Was, yeah. He met my mom oh, the summer before he was supposed to go to whatever. I don't remember the word for it. And that's what kind of got him off that track. But he still became a pastor. Right. But the kind the kind that can bone. <laughs> Sorry. <Exactly>. <laughs> my bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, he I had know. four kids. So it, it, it had to happen. I mean, you blame him, you know. <laughs> my brothers are twins. So technically, only confirmed three times. We have two two people making a seminary joke. <laughs> so we were talking before this, nasty. Before we went live talking about how sacrilegious this is going to get. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think we're oh, already listen. there. Listen, just, guys. We've reached level, I think we're we're at the tenth level of hell, which I think is a pretty sick bar, right? Chase, Chase was saying earlier. I think it's a think that's so. like a pretty yeah, every ring uh is a different bar on the strip. One one ring for every mood slash vibe. Uh um, hottest bar has everything. Yes. The Elsa Oh no, Dragon Knife. I'm sorry. Uh no. I don't know. Um Someone, someone, send Dragon Knife money so they can get new. Uh, they can get new uh, headphones. Um, Pray over them. That seems to work. Yeah. Or just charge them. Maybe that might work too. Um, but anyway, but yeah. But we were talking yes. about uh, what what kind of draws you to this kind of stuff. Which again, yeah. religious trauma. I mean, you grow up saying you have to have something to believe in. And then we talked earlier about like how, you know, when you see something that challenges, I mean, it challenges your view of reality and your belief system, you know, it's almost like you, you almost have to believe in something, no matter if you believe in something or not, if that makes sense. Exactly. And so, um, and I'm not, and again, I'm not trying to say like, well, this, you know, we traded religion for this stuff because I think this, yeah. I think there's some to this stuff that is a little more it seems like a, a natural part of whatever existence is uh yeah, if that definitely. makes any sense i, I mean honestly falling off my head but who is the jerry cannon junkie without his hat it's just a dude i'm just yeah i'm just i'm just a dude with hair now um but anyway uh um, yeah you, you get to a point where in a lot of, you know, adulthood and if you reach a point of spiritual deconstruction, you get to a point where it's just like, that doesn't sound right a mm -hmm. lot of the time. And, you know, that that is a whole other 
ball of rats that make up a rat king that is religious trauma. It is the, the rattiest of all the rat kings, some might say. So, but well, and so I don't know if I, I guess a little bit of growing up religious has kind of has drawn me to it, but at the same time, I just I think part of it is just that I've always been a nerd and I've really liked okay, so one of the first things I ever got into because and I found out well I'll get into I'll I'll get into exactly how I got into this uh, in a sec. So I was one of the biggest things I was into at the beginning of my small life was Ghostbusters. And if you can't tell, I've got Ecto here, I've got like a big coffee table book up back there. Um, I've got a, uh, I've got a, but like, I don't know if it's the gatekeeper or the key master, but I've got a terror dog in that, um, in that one right there Amazing. in that little cabinet. Um, but so I kind of was already into like that kind of stuff. You know, it scared me and my parents were not scary movie people. I was, I didn't watch my first mo scary movie till I was well into my preteens and it was signs, which isn't even a really like it's it's creepy. It's a good movie. A good movie. It's got really creepy. Uh, it's got moments that are like horrifying to me, like mm -hmm. some of the scariest moments I've ever seen in anything. But at the same time, it's not like a like a Friday the 13th or anything like that. It's it's a different feel. But um, I, I don't. So I guess I that spookiness kind of got into me a little bit early because I I mainly watched the cartoon found out my mother i had vague memories of watching what i thought was ghostbusters 3 for most of my life but then i grew up and realized there's not a ghostbusters 3 and i asked my mom recently did you guys take me to see ghostbusters 2 in theaters and they're like oh yeah you know um your cousin joey who's like like 18 years older than me uh or whatever he not 18 years he was like he was older than me though and uh, mm -hmm. like hey, your cousin Joey had liked it. And uh, so we took you to it and everything. I was three. I was three when that movie came out. Um, and again, I'm not saying like, well, you know, parent how you will. But again, I think that the the weirdness got into me fairly young and everything. And of course, I got into Star Wars. I was into sci-fi and all that kind of stuff. When I got into college, I started watching more stuff like The Thing, got into more horror. So I guess my gateway was kind of like movies and everything but kind of liking that spooky, like, Oh, what is out there? You know, if there's, if, if there's God up in heaven, devil in hell and demons and stuff, what else is out there? You know, what else is real? And I would watch sightings on, uh, we talked a little bit about sightings in our Sally house episode with Scotty for beyond bombad. And, um, you know, like I would just like sit in my room and watch this show as a young boy, like, you know, getting myself creeped out, wanting to change the channel because like, this is really scary. Um, but also glued because it's fascinating. It's very oh, fascinating because, you know, for every fake story, for every, every five fake stories, there's at least two that mm -hmm. are like, like you can't prove that it was fake. Like, it's, like, legit. There's something happening. There's something going on there. Um, oh, bye, Buck. Bye, Have a good night, friend. Thanks for stopping by.
the Father, Son, and Holy Ghostbuster. Exactly. That's, um, I'm buying you a t-shirt with that on it. I, oh, God, I need that. Thank you. Um, but no, so I don't know. Like that, so I guess that's kind of the impetus for me is just I, I was just a nerd. And I just kind of like found that stuff fascinating. And and um, I'm, I don't know if it was Ghostbusters, but just like being able to kind of go now looking back, like Ghostbusters is like, that's the ultimate like paranormal investigator, like superhero, like franchise right there. Like that's like legit. Cause like, again, like uh, Dan Aykroyd's family have been paranormal investigators and hunters forever like his generations of dan Aykroyd's family Amazing. are like like his his grandfather i think wrote this tome that's basically mm -hmm. tobin's spirit guide it's basically like tobin's spirit guide um anyway uh i don't have the information but like yeah there's a lot kind of going into that so i don't know if it was kind of that and mm -hmm. learning later on but just like i've slowly become more and more and more interested over the years you know until and especially the experiences that i've had have only deepened. It only makes you go, what was that? Yeah. My brain has no possible explanation for that. It wasn't X. It wasn't, it wasn't Y. It wasn't Z. Yeah. What letter comes after that? Because it must have been something was. in between. Yes. Right. Um, so, but anyway, uh, real quick again, before we get into, we are going to get into our experiences, guys. But yes. uh, we also kind of wanted to touch on some things about how, you know, I know sometimes you you hear, oh, I saw a UFO, I saw a ghost, and you kind of go, uh-huh, uh-huh, right, right. Mm -hmm. um, even though the U.S. government has basically come out and said, like, yeah, no, there's shit in the sky. We don't know what it is. And we were talking about this earlier, how even that happened. And, I mean, for one thing, Republicans, stay the hell away. You don't have to you, stop Please. using it as a shield. There's legitimate concerns Stop using it as a shield that you you almost you, that you started a coup. <laughs> you're not invited to the ghost BJ party. No, you're not. No, you're not. No, we don't want you. The ghosts don't want you. They're like, get those yeah. guys. Those guys are weird. <laughs> no, who um, wants you? The old Civil War ghosts, and that's it. The, just the Southern ones. That's it. That really is it. The traitors. Um, yeah. <laughs> um. But anyway, so uh. Yeah, we are. Uh, you'll still have like, I don't know, I said like Good Morning America going like, you know, oh, <laughs> men from space, uh, a grandma from Tahoe recently saw what appears to be a flying hubcap. Let's discuss. Um, and it's, it, I mean, it still is treated with that winky winky nod like this is a puff piece when there's yeah. legit kind of weird phenomena that again can't be explained and our the government whoever can't explain and they they don't know what to do and they're they all they say is like yep we just know it ain't us yeah. um so disconcerting maybe but not and not just that like the like everything though but like it can always kind of come with like a little bit of a, a nose turn up like people looking down their nose at you like when you say you've seen something and they go oh sure well maybe it was just this how many times boop have when you've told your story, have people been like, well, maybe it was, maybe it was this, maybe it was that. Like I've had people say like, maybe it was a plane or whatever, which I'm like, I went through that already. I went through that. And if it was, yeah. it was the craziest pilot in the, in the effing world in the weirdest plane I've ever, I've never seen since. Um, but you yeah, have yeah. no idea how many times I have told the 
the story that I will tell in a little bit, um, I even when I got home to my parents, like I said, hey, um, I experienced something. And my dad was like, I'm sure it was nothing. Like, you'll, you'll be fine. Just go take a nap, that kind right. of thing. And right. as I've gotten older and as I've kind of shared that story with people throughout the years, as we're telling ghost stories, as you do um, in the Midnight Society, you know, throwing sand in the fire pit or whatever. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I've gotten a lot of reactions of, that doesn't sound right. Surely there's, right. you know, there's there's something. Even talking about, like, Annabelle, who I have right over here. Right. Uh, Your demon. Before. My little, my little demon, my little buddy. She <laughs> lives in my house. Like, even like explaining what has happened with that. Um, yeah. I've had people be like, are you sure? Like, stuff just fall off shelves sometimes. You know, maybe you've got uneven ground in your house. It's like, hmm whatever how many times is it like gonna is the uneven ground gonna be a thing it's like do we Listen. not can we not level things anymore is your are your bubbles out of whack like in your little leveler thing exactly. like what the hell the shelves are level the floor is mm. level we are not in an incline stuff just falls off the shelf sometimes and it's always the same like three or four things and that yeah. i cannot yeah. explain why isn't everything falling off the shelf? Like, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Like there's, I think an impulse in a lot of people to immediately just be like, nah, I don't think so. And thankfully there are people out there who do not have that impulse. Like some of my friends that I worked with at Barnes and Noble, like that was one of the first times I've ever told that story to my friend, Angel, who I adore. Mm. They're spectacular. And been met with oh really instead of you know oh really you know well do you think you you think you just left the tv on <laughs> i doubt it yeah yeah i highly doubt that you know uh but okay well and it, it's all that aside we, we say take this stuff i guess with a grain of salt but don't be polite when people tell you this kind of stuff, because like it, it, mm -hmm. there's a lot of uh, it's kind of a, a, a very uh, what is it? Uh, uh, what would you call it? It's 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 kind of a something that happens a lot where people just kind of relegate this stuff to, oh, just the crazies and the people who, you know, like people who are untrustworthy, like who drink a lot and stuff like that, like and smoke like are on the drugs. They're the ones mm -hmm. that see this kind of stuff. And. I was stone sober with everything I saw <laughs> because yeah. I did not start my drinking and everything else until after I had seen all the stuff <laughs> and after my divorce and stuff. So, you know, yeah. now I'm sounding like the crazy guy at the, at, like in, in the diner, but you know, it is what well, it but is. Like the fun, crazy guy. Like, right. I, I right. trust you to warn me of impending doom. Like, cause you know what's going on. And like, patient, yeah, I was patient, a heavily medicated child. I, I was on like, Ritalin for a while and Adderall, but I was also fully awake when mm -hmm. stuff happened. So you know, I, I don't put too much salt in. You know, maybe right. it was medication. Right. Well, yeah, a little bit. Um, and you know, I mean, 
so we can kind of get into some of the other kind of stuff, I guess, uh, a little bit later. We maybe we should kind of dive into our experiences now because yeah. I mean, we listen. We we got people chomping at the bit. Um, Adrian, Adrian, I'm starting to wonder if you're a Men in Black, sir. Uh, are you? Are you? Might be. Are you a government agent? Have you bugged our phones? What's Have going you heard on a here? clicking sound during our conversations, Jerry? I don't know. It's, it's strange. Anyway. Um, but we should probably get into this, you know, like there, there's other things we can kind of talk about how, you know, there's a lot of, uh, bad stuff that kind of goes into the paranormal field and everything. A lot of people like put a lot of their bad baser in, in, in like instincts into the not instincts, their, their baser, uh, natures, uh, such as racism, homophobia, um, and antisemitism is a big in that I don't know why is so stuffed into this hot pocket good uh, god it need get it out get it out nazi hot pocket who ordered the nazi hot pocket i don't understand no, i don't want nazi hot pocket with my paranormal stuff because it's not that it's the, it, this can be a respective field there's a lot of good people but the there need to be more voices more diverse voices who are lifted yes. up to the forefront because i don't know maybe half of maybe at least 50 percent of mufon voted for trump i'm i'm guessing have to have to be but whatever good 60 percent. it it is what it is but listen so let's get into our experiences um and i don't know if i mean would you like to start would you like me to start because um i don't know i don't want to like uh i don't we didn't write any show notes guys so this is what we're doing um absolutely none this is off the cuff it's off the meds it's off a lot of things yeah i can go first Go for it. Let's get your let's get your experience. I don't know if you want to. You know, what? I'm going to stay on screen with you because that I think that is it's an emotional support buddy is yes. needed. For it's comforting. Like Honestly, I just yeah. like having yeah. you around, buddy. It's it's great. It is what it is. Hey, you you got it, boop. You got it. Hey. But anyway, so so boop. What did yeah. you? What is your paranormal experience that kind of maybe made you change your perception of reality and the way of thing the way that things are? Yeah. Well, um, I'll I'll talk about the big one first because that. Like, like you said, it changed my perspective completely. Um, when I was about six or seven years old, uh, we lived in Greensboro, North Carolina, which I, like I said, I grew up a pastor's kid. We moved all over the southern United States. So, like, pretty much everywhere I've lived. Right. Um, except for Florida and Texas. But that's neither here nor there. Um, but... In that house in Greensboro, it was a very weird vibe. Like it, I, that was the house where I had a lot of my uh, my sleep paralysis episodes. Like where okay, I okay. would ma- wake up in the middle of the night. Like you probably heard of sleep paralysis if you are uninitiated. Um, basically, you are in a state between waking and sleep where you cannot move. A lot of the time you cannot speak and it it is terrifying to be in honestly and if you're a little little kid it's oftentimes incredibly nightmarish just just terrifying yeah i used to have um experiences where i would see someone at the base of my bed just hunched over sitting there and that was it they wouldn't move I could never like make out features in their face or anything, but I, it felt like someone was really there. And sometimes yeah, I would hear yeah. breathing and stuff like that. Hissing of snakes sometimes too, which was terrifying. 
Oh yeah, maybe I had a delicious lot if you if you could smell it. If you could smell it, like, hmm, okay, what you what you cooking? <laughs> you guys Sorry. wake up fajitas. It's my sleep paralysis. Deep, Ooh, deep cooking. <laughs> it's a little spicy, but you know what? It's fine. Yeah, um, that's good. So I was I was dealing with that. Exactly. Mm. Gotta have mm. the spooky mm. Tony Sasheries. Gotta mm. have that extra spicy. Gotta have that. Gotta have that. That and a little bit of garlic powder on your a little a little crushed baby soul on there as well. I think maybe <laughs> it's like the veal of hell. <laughs> Some virgin blood. Ooh, it's so buttery. Maybe, maybe. Um. So yeah, I was dealing with that as a kid. Um. And like I said, my parents moved around a lot, so it it was a time of stress. I will say. And um, well, at that house in Greensboro, there was a forest that stretched out from our backyard across the neighborhood to my friend Jenna's backyard. So, of course, being a kid in the late 90s, early 2000s, I think it was like 2000. I don't remember. Don't ask me to do math on this show. This is not a show for math. The early odds. Yes, exactly. Um, you know, when back when we could still walk to people's houses without, you know, fear of getting abducted. Back right, in the right. olden days, back and forth, shoeless, <laughs> uphill, in the snow, uh, broken glass. We only drink from the water hose. Exactly. Did not no did not buckle up either. <laughs> Absolutely not. Just loose in a minivan. That was how we rode to church. <laughs> Like a, like I'm a, not joking. Like a box no. of milk duds. <laughs> exactly. Um, oh man, that was okay. So I have alluded to this a few times on various podcasts. That was also the forest where we found the bag of porn. Just a giant so trash bag. Active. Very active. I don't know if whatever put that bag there uh, was what I experienced, but eh. So. You know, I would walk through that forest fairly regularly. It was incredibly linear. Sometimes you could even ride your bike through it on clear right, days. Right. Uh, so I'm walking through the woods to my friend Jenna's house. She was right across. I could see her house from our backyard. And as I'm walking, sorry, it, it, <laughs> there is a bag of porn Brian, in every you're forest. Not, you're Just go look for it. <laughs> um, as I'm walking, I start hearing footsteps behind me. It's in the middle of fall, so like there's crunchy leaves. I like to go out of my way to get the crunchiest leaves. So right, you know, I know right. where I know like what the leaves sound like, and it's like a half step behind me. So I turn around <laughs> and look around. <laughs> oh, it is. I've already got the he- I've already got the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> I turn around and there is nothing. There's no one there. Like I peeked around a couple of trees and Uh, nothing. And so I'm just like, did you you start running? No, I, it was the middle of the day too. So I thought I was safe. Yeah. I started walking again and it sounded closer. Every time I would stop, it would stop. And then I would start walking again and it sounded closer. Mm -mm. And, like, that was when I'm almost to her house. I started hearing breathing. 
And it was like labored breathing. And then I started running as fast as I could to her house. And I got there and I am obviously scared out of my freaking mind because I don't know what was behind me in that forest. And like, I, as soon as I got there, I looked around, there was nothing there. And so when it was time to go home, I called my mom to come pick me up because there was no way I was walking back through that forest and I never did again. Like I, I just, I stopped taking that route to her house. I took the 15 minute route through the street instead of the five minute route through the forest. And to this day that even telling that story, it like gives me a tightness in my chest. Like it, it sucks because that is absolutely terrifying. And, you know, you get home that night and you are, you know, saddled with the knowledge that something was out there. And I don't know what that was. I could think about it. I try not to, but it could have been one of my brothers, you know, trying to scare me. I am the youngest of four kids, but. A a freaking Navy SEAL? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Like oh, there, there is no way anybody was in that forest with me, and yet it could have been a predator. I don't know, like the actual <laughs> alien, like, not the yeah, the labored breathing, like a, an out of shape predator. Like he's like exactly. he hasn't got his cardio in lately. Predator um, the later years. <laughs> right. But yeah, that was that was what kind of launched me into not just the fascination of watching ghost adventures or that kind of ilk on the history channel when my parents go to bed or reading about cryptids in the books that I wasn't supposed to read. It went from that to this is real. Mm -hmm. And I experienced something and that is going to change the way I interact with the world. And it has. Absolutely. Well, and like you, it's, you were talking about like telling this story gives you a tightness in your chest. Like I'm going to get that way whenever I start telling mine, because it, when you experience something that is this, I don't want to even say unearthly, but I mean, from what we know from your day to day, you know, when you experience something, this like, yeah. Off. Yeah. It gives you, like, cause it was just you and that mm-hmm. in a place for a while. It sounds like a Stephen King story. Like yeah. I'm fully yeah. aware of that, but it is so like vivid in my mind because right, like, that is, that was screwed up, man. It's very, and yeah, it, like again, like it, it never gets easier to tell. It never gets easier to tell. It's it's always just like you're right back. You put yourself right back into it, honestly. But yeah. I don't know about you. For me, it's like I I want to tell people about it. Absolutely. You know, I feel like I want to share it because for one thing, I don't want to. Maybe I don't want to sit alone with the knowledge in my head. Maybe is part of it. Mm-hmm. But also, like it's I don't even know. It's uh it, it's. it feels good to have a little bit of validation when you can find someone who gives you validation 
Because yes. again, like we said, there are many people who will just kind of, you know, turn their nose up and you go, well, are you sure that like someone just didn't just jump down real quick under the leaves and cover themselves up as you were turning around, like in the, in the split second it took for you to turn around, I'm sure, mm -hmm. you know, or were you, were you one of those slow motion kids or something? I, you know? I was one of those fast motion kids. Like if you've ever seen uh, that one movie where it's Red Riding Hood and there's the squirrel and they put a, they drink coffee. I was actually living in yes, that quicksilver yeah. moment yeah. uh, for yeah. most of my childhood. But that's what Adderall does, you know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. No, that's exactly what Adderall does. Yeah, you, you know, walking around like I'll flip a pancake and then kind of like, you know, push it a little bit, you know, while it's exactly. in midair. You know, it's great. And talk in Manhattan sometimes. like Right, yeah. We sit alone saying, I'm tired of this place, these people, <laughs> they're, they're non-neurodivergence. <laughs> you know what? I think that was actually the side effect of Ritalin. So, you know, mixed up be. a little. Yeah, there you go. Um, but yeah, no, that's, oh God, that's terrifying. Um, oh, yeah. But I guess if I, and I, I'll share my big one. And I mean, maybe we can kind of like get into some of the smaller stories, but, you know, maybe we could also like yeah. save some of the stuff. For we, some of the stuff we could say for our, our show, but like also like I don't know. Let's let's just have the conversation. Um, mm. But so you experienced something that was, I think more. It sounds more ghost like than I anything. Th I think so. It was. It didn't feel tangible, but it also yeah. wasn't like. You know, it wasn't a vapor. I was not overcome with uh, <sighs> a fatigue. Right. Well, and I won't get into grand unified theory mm. too much right now or anything, but like it, there's, it's very, but because like all, there's a lot of places where there's a lot of times, a lot of these big cases and everything like the Mothman and um, even Skinwalker Ranch where they had a bunch of activity, you have like poltergeist activity, mm -hmm. um, doors opening and closing as well as UFOs, as well as invisible creatures, as well as like different things like that. And so it all, it almost seems like it's all kind of interconnected, holding hands, walking through the cracks in our universe. Um, universe. Whoever wants to. And it also, a lot of people are like, well, why can't you catch this kind of stuff? It seems like it, and what is the point? It seems like sometimes the point is it just wants you to see it, which, exactly. which sounds very simple and like a cop out at first. But when you think about it, it's the creepiest freaking thing in the world. Mm -hmm. Because this, whatever it is that seems sort of conscious, it is only manifesting so that you see or hear it, that you experience it. That's the only reason. I'm getting the heebie-jeebie chills doing that. I'm going to turn my yeah. fan off, too, because I think that's a, that's another part of it. Um, like but uh, so my experience, my big one that kind of sent me off, and again, I was, I was working for a church at the time when this happened. Again, so not... I was not, and I was one of the sober ones. I was not one of the cool pastors who was drinking because, you know, I, I, I was kind of like all in for it at the time. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, I, so I had this deal where I was, I was still in college, but my, my friends who I went to college with were, they'd recently got married and started working. They moved to a town 45 minutes away and started working at a church and they needed like someone to teach youth class and lead singing and stuff like that. Cause we didn't, you know, we did acapella stuff. We didn't do any instruments because I won't get into my religious trauma anymore. Um, but I would go there 
on a Saturday or even like, like a Friday, like depending on when I worked or not, like I would, when I would get off work on a Saturday, I would head down and spend the night with my friends. So I wouldn't have to drive so early in the morning and I would stay all day Sunday and go back like Sunday evening after church, you know, probably really late because I would stay. We would like, we watched, we, we love to watch sci-fi channel original movies. I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm still friends with these people. They're still very cool. They're still honestly, some of the only Christians uh, that are still actual cool people and not like the kind who want to take people's rights away. They actually want people to have rights. Um, so there's not there. There's not many of those, but I'm glad that I'm still friends with these people because they are again, the real deal, like live and let live kind of like people kind of Christians. And that's anyway, um, what was going to say, Oh, so anyway, so I was staying the night at their house, you know, right after, um, or I went, we did the Saturday. It was honestly, so it was Sunday night after church and I had stayed there kind of talking or watching a movie, whatever we, we used to, whatever we were doing the night. And I get my stuff packed up, you know, and I start heading back to town again, 45 minute drive. Most of it like 35 minutes or more through darkened fields, rice fields Mm. in the country most of it there's not a lot of yeah okay and so you can already see where this is going so i am just Mm -hmm. coming out of they lived kind of on the edge of town where like i could i could kind of like it was very easy for me to like slip out it and have to like make a bunch of turns go through whatever you know um so i you know i I started to head out of town and uh i came to like there it's weird. I, I, I always try to explain the way the roads were there. So their road that like the church was on and then their neighborhood, the access to their neighborhood was on. There was like, it would curve around, but there was a, a, a road that jutted off of that, that I would turn on and I would drive on that for about less than a mile and then turn on another road that immediately did like a 90 degree turn and another 90 degree turn. Mm. And then I was heading straight for like, 10 minutes in dark fields. Then I would turn left and head straight in dark fields for the rest of the time. Um, okay. So I'm on that first turn, that little, not even half a mile till we get to that first road and I'm driving and it kind of, again, it's very clear, you know, like there's no trees or anything. It's mainly fields, like a couple, like a house here and there, and then nothing. Um, I, was coming kind of around this like little curve area again, no trees. So I, I say that because I don't know why I didn't notice this when I turned onto this road. Mm-hmm. So I, I noticed that up ahead, it looks like I, what I think is maybe a plane flying just above the road, but it is like, so I mean, it was just above the road. And when I say that, so there are power lines on this road and everything. It had to be maybe a foot from the power lines, mm. whatever it was. It was that low. And it was kind of flying at an angle above the road, like kind of off on my side above, the, again, above the power lines. No like issue, like flying into it. And I'm like, why is that dude flying so low? And I'll describe the object now. So it was, try to think exactly how many circle lights. It was just giant off-white circles of light in a V formation 
which is it, when you think about it, um, if you go look up YouTube or uh, UFO sightings, it's a very common UFO is yeah. this V with lights. And I think, it was, I think it was about four or five. I think it was about five that formed a V right. Um, kind of flying over the road. And I'm, my first thought is this idiot is going to get me killed. Like, <laughs> what is he doing? Why is this person flying so low? Um, and again, so this road isn't very uh, long. I get to the part where I'm going to turn and do those two 90 degree turns. And there's a big field kind of out here that that 90 degree turn turns around, right? Those two 90 degree turns turn. Uh, you turn at the corner of that field and go to the last end of the field and then turn and head off straight away from it. But as I turned onto that first road to make the first 90 degree turn, I noticed that it veered off into that field and was doing like a going back and forth like this. Almost like, and I didn't until, and I'm getting chills saying this years later, listening to podcasts about this kind of stuff. I never knew that it was actually called pendulous motion. Yeah. And it's the motion. And I, I, it, someone said that in a podcast, it took me back. I had a flashback and I was like, Oh my God. If you, Think about how a leaf, when it falls from a tree, kind of does like a shoo, shoo, mm. like back and forth, big like sweeps down slowly. This thing was doing that in a, in, it wasn't a huge field, mind you. What plane does this? Yeah. Right. So I make that first turn. It's over in this field off to my left now back and forth back and forth and i'm like this thing's following me <laughs> this guy's following me dear mothman i i pulled into a gravel side road of a uh of a field and backed out and started heading back towards town and i mean i was booking it back trying to get to the headlights i'm like i'm gonna stay with my friends because I don't want like this thing. I I'm done that thing. Like mm -hmm. that guy. And, and at that point I'm still going that whoever that is flying that plane, whatever the hang glider is going to crash into the road and kill me if I'm not careful. So I turn around and again, I, I'm not, I can kind of see it's still kind of like out there doing the woo, 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 woo. So I go down that little mile road and I turn onto the road that goes past the church and to the end gets to the access of where, you know, my friend's neighborhood, like where their house, the neighborhood where their house was. I'm driving down that road before I get, I'm starting to get back into civilization, but right before I get to civilization, you know how like houses like out in the country, some of them like will plant a row of trees along the road. Yeah. You know, it's very clearly planted by people. Mm -hmm. So I pass the house and they have like a row of trees. And I'm driving, and I just happen to look out my driver's side window, and just on the other side of those trees is that thing keeping up with me where I can see it in through my passenger, through my driver's side window. I, oh my God, I started praying. I started doing all this. I'm like, please don't let them take me. Please don't let them, <laughs> because at that point, I'm like, this is a, this is a UFO. I don't mm -hmm. know what this is. This, this is not a plane that thing is keeping or whatever it is, it's following me. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I was absolutely scared shitless. Um, it was it, like, it, so it stayed with me like that for a bit. And then I think it kind of, I can't remember exactly what it did after that, 
but I get to my friend's house and they, so their house was set up weird. The driveway, they had a detached garage and then like a fenced in backyard. And you kind of entered through the back because the driveway was in the back. There was no driveway in the front. So I get to their driveway, I pull in and I'm running through their back gate and I'm banging on their door. <laughs> like, let me in. Please. And I explain to them what's happening. And they're like, let's go look to which with I'm with people. I'm not alone. Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, let's go look. Cause I don't want people to think I'm crazy. So we go out, we're waiting. So my friend was pregnant. My, my, uh, the wife, my other friend, uh, the female friend was pregnant at the time with their first child. And, uh, we were waiting on, you know, me and, uh, Michael is, uh, the husband's name. We went out and we're talking on the, the deck kind of about everything, like trying to see if we could see it. And, uh, while she was getting ready to go, and as we're sitting there talking, it flies over a couple houses down one of their neighbor's house, like one of their neighbor's houses. And it barely made a sound, but it did make it. You did hear like a like almost mm -hmm. like a low, quiet, quiet helicopter, but not even a helicopter. If it makes sense. Yeah. I don't know if it makes sense. But he saw it as well, and we're like, "What is that? <laughs> it's so Jesus. weird." Um, so we all cram into their little pickup truck, and uh, we're driving around, looking. And we so we ended up when we got we drove out the way I was going, and we looked back, and in the lights of the city out there in the fields, we silhouetted saw like this almost. I know I said V shaped with that thing. And maybe this was the same thing. I don't know. We saw like a football shaped thing kind of like out there, like in the like silhouetted with the lights. And we're like, what is that? So then we went back home. We talked about it again for hours, had a cup of coffee because at that time I could have a cup of coffee and then go to bed. And then I slept there, got up when it was broad daylight and drove home looking over my shoulders. Okay. Mm -hmm. A week or two later, I think it was a week later. So it was a small friend group who like they had like, uh, so there was the husband and wife. The wife had sisters. We were all like she had two other sisters. We were all friends like there was there was this whole big friend group. It sounds like sister wives. It's not. It was there. Again, mean, they were they were it was the cool version of sister wives. I'm just kidding. No, um, brother. We were all yeah, we were all friends. You know, we were all just kind of like hanging out uh, and talking. We and we were all really tight. We hung out all week and talked all week and everything. So it kind of got around what had happened. And so. um the next weekend there, uh, the middle sister was like, Hey, I'm going to come down with you. I'm going to ride down with you. Cause we both lived in the same town. Uh, can I ride down with you? And I'm going to stay the night to and visit. And then like, we, uh, I'll, I'll ride back with you. If that's okay. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Um, so we're on our way back after everything. Right. And I'm mm -hmm. telling the story when we're out driving in the fields. I'm like, it was just the weirdest thing. And I was saying, and I was explaining what it looked like. And no lie, out her window, the, the passenger window, way at the end of a field, so the farthest way I'd ever seen it. So I'm explaining to her, and I go, and there it is! <laughs> and she looks and literally shrieks in the car. It's it's the thing. And it like it was it flew, it was kind of like out there doing the pendulous thing. And then like I looked, then a little later it was like over on this side, and she's like, No, no, what is this? What is this? And we get back to civilization and we were fine. Um, but that right there, is, that 
entire experience. And again, you say the chills and everything. I, I get nervous telling this thing because it's, it's not something you, you, you don't feel in control Yeah, when something can be everywhere you're going that it shouldn't be like that. Like it shouldn't be like, it's like, it was like a movie. It felt like a movie is the weird thing. Yeah. And there it was. And again, like I had other people who saw it as well. And it's just, it, it makes me to this day. I'm like, what was that? And I've looked back. Apparently there have been a lot of UFO reports in that area and everything like that. Um, I think a couple of people have seen something kind of like that, which again, it doesn't, it's always, it's always something kind of different. It's never like the same shape thing um, all the time when it comes to that kind of stuff, apparently. But, um, but yeah. And again, I am, I'm not going to sit here and tell you it was little green men. I'm not going to sit here and tell you it was that or whatever, yeah. but it wasn't a plane and it kept up with me. And that to this day, <laughs> stop, stop it, Brian. Good. Stop it, Brian. Uh, the, the men in black are no joke. The men and women and pe- the people in black are no joke uh, is what they should be like. They're 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 uh, they're opening up their ranks to more um, <laughs> uh, UFO demons. Um, it's fine. I- any UFO demon is now welcome in the in their ranks. That's what I hear. Um, very inclusive. Very very inclusive. Uh, when they go horrify people who have seen UFOs. Um, but yeah, and again, so that's not the only one that I have. But mm-hmm. I don't like. It's just I don't know. It it it's to this day I. I'm a little. I don't know about you. I'm a little more open to having those experiences now than I was when I was a little more religious. I think it was at the time it was kind of challenging my beliefs a little too much. I think I was a little like, whoa, if that's real, then, then, you know, like what, what is, what is life? What is, what is, you know, what is, is perception is what I'm perceiving really there. Um, and the thing that my friends are perceiving now and other, and again, all stone cold, sober people, we're all cool now, but, but back then we were very much nerds, um, who did not do any of the, the illicit substances. Um, <laughs> yes. UFOs is the devil. I literally, Brian, I literally had someone tell me that they think that, that the, they're demons trying to draw people away from God. Um, or angels angels oh the angels and you know how they said they're scary in the bible <laughs> you know be not afraid yeah well i got news for you there uh gabriel i'm afraid i'm very afraid you have eyes on your fucking wings sir you're um, so scared yeah uh but anyway um yeah i don't know like i don't know if you have anything else you wanted to share um or anything like any other experiences um, or if you guys in the in the chat, if you have any experiences, please share them. Please, please, please. We'd love to hear about them. Um, yeah. You're we're not going to laugh at you or anything like that. This is again a safe place. Um, we'll laugh at ourselves plenty. So we're not one hundred percent. We are yeah. hilarious beings. Um, I mean, I can go way more recent and talk about our our little buddy Annabelle, who is. Please do, yeah. A little sweetheart, because I I reference her a lot, oh, but I've never actually explained what I'm ball talking. Of rambunctious about. nerves, yeah. A little cutie. Um, so cutie. The, we moved into this house like 2019, right before mm. 
um, right before the, the pandemic happened. Um, and the room that I'm in, oh yeah, it's, it's a panini. It's, it's a panna cotta. Like the mercury is in Gatorade. So we will see. Yes. Yes. Um, so this room that I'm in right now is our den. Right. And as you can see, like we've made it the nerd room. We've got star Wars all over the place. We've got Gundam in that back corner. Uh, right here. I have, oh yeah. I have my shelf of uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, as well as Transformers, all all this lovely stuff. Uh, but a problem that we have had since we put up these shelves is that very specific action figures, not all of them, just like a handful, like there's a specific one of John's Predators that's on the shelf back there. Um, yeah. Or... Raphael at the top shelf, or sometimes even Donatello. They fall. Donatello. Yeah, like they just—they're just... nice... uh, not up near the front of the shelf. We put stands on them. Um, right above me is my shelf of horror icons that I absolutely adore, including a little, a little uh, Annabelle from the Conjuring series. Right. Um, I have the the three kids from Halloween 3. One of my favorite movies of all time. I love it so much. Uh, the Skull Kid. It just kept falling off the shelf. Like, I, none of them, none of the other ones would fall. It's yeah. just that yeah. one. I've glued his joints. I've put him on a stand. Every time I put him back up there, he falls down. And so, yeah. Yeah. oh yeah. Uh, in October of 2019, I felt a little, little goofy, little, little new spit goofing, um, and I bought a little Raggedy Ann doll, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna make this look like Annabelle, because yeah, yeah. I, I like having fun. Um, so I, I dirtied her up. I'd get her out of the case, but I also don't want to open the case, for obvious reasons. Um, right. Yeah, I put some like red paint on her hands to make her look like she was bloody and whatnot. And I was right. like, oh, this is cute. She I'm going to put her on our Halloween tree. Um, and yes. she sat there yeah. for a while. But then I found at a thrift store a case that's, you know, a pretty good looking glass case um, that looks just about the right size and a little rocking chair to put in there. Not only yeah, that, yeah. I also found a little tarot deck that I put the devil uh, tarot card in the door. And I made a little replica of the Annabelle case uh, yeah, in the yeah. woman's house. It got worse after I did that. <laughs> so more stuff started falling off shelves. Like it wasn't a. And I will say, like this whole time, I'd been feeling something in this room. It's yeah, not yeah. negative. It but it's definitely something. It it's always right. a little stifling in here. But it's also where my stuff is. Um like so <laughs> Yeah. I don't really You're have not, a gonna not go in there. Exactly. Um so I asked for some advice from my witchy friends and they were like, "Oh, you know, you essentially gave 
something in your house a focus point. So maybe, I don't know, spend some time with it. Smudge the house. Like, do something. Um, maybe take it to the zoo. Maybe, you know, you know have a day with, with Annabelle. Yeah. And I... That's she just what wants I, a happy meal. I mean, come exactly. on. Exactly. She wants okay, the grown-up happy, happy meal. That's all they want. Yeah, like, that's, that's what I've been doing for the past couple of years is I'll talk to Annabelle. I have candles around her box that I've let when like it gets a little spooky in this room. Like I've I've got incense, but that's her present... right behind you too, right? That's the the kind of glowing... off the side. Or oh, okay, yeah. Okay. Uh, I one of these days I'll post a picture. Um, but yeah, like she's just here. I've never yeah. felt yeah. a bad presence. But I've also never felt like a positive one either. Like it, it's a passive, right? Very spirit. neutral, ghosty. Exactly. Very slimer of it, you know. Very like, slimer. Like a, it, she just and not not the real Ghostbusters version. The one in the movie that actually like roars and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. The fun yeah. slimer. The the nasty yeah. slimer. You know. The one that slimed, yeah, you know, people who are probably assholes in real life. <laughs> exactly. Like yeah. Yeah, like this is it's just my life. I live with a, a little doll. And you know, I I think that the reason that we are so open to stuff like this is because we've experienced phenomena in general right. and are open to experiencing others. Like I it is a wide spectrum of phenomena. Like they Right. I don't know exactly what Annabelle is, but she hangs out. So whatever. Yeah. Yeah. There seems to be two big reactions. I think there's many like subtle little su subtle levels uh, underneath these two big main things. But I think people go one of two directions after experiencing something is they either, you know, one just shut up about mm -hmm. it and stop talking about it and don't want you to talk about it. And they're, you know, like, or you dive headlong into it and any variation of that, like, Oh, I want to tell everyone, or I want to look into this. I want to have another mm -hmm. experience. I want to do this. I want to know what that was. I want to know more. I don't want to know what it was, but I want to experience it again, like different ways of, you know, um, and actually, so the most recent experience that I had, um, was a couple years ago again. So I was, I was still married at the time, you know, it was like right after uh, our kiddo was born. And uh, so we had gone to uh, one of the elders of our church's houses for like a dinner party or whatever, you know, like just basically just us going over for dinner, hanging out, having a beer and stuff like that. It was, you know, it was, it was what it was. Um, we talked, we were hanging. And so we, we had, we were starting to head back. And mind you, I had never seen anything on I'd, – I'd only ever seen things on my own. I'd never seen – I mean, I, again, my, my friends saw the one thing, but I'd never, like, had an experience where someone was with me when we experienced this, this like, something at the same time together for the first time. Mm -hmm. So we're on our way back home uh, from this, this person's house, and uh, we're driving again through the fields and everything, you know, outside of civilization a little bit. Um, 
And as we're driving way up ahead, all of a sudden it looks as if someone just turned on like, you know, like one of those just like look like someone just turned on the closet light in the sky. Just like a like one little like a light just goes boop <laughs> like into existence. I'm like, wow. And I, I pointed immediately. I was like, do you see that? And my ex-wife was like, I, yes, I do. Um, you know, so we're like, OK, that's weird. He's like, whoa, that's what is that? You know, we're like, what is that? What's going on? That's so strange. OK, we start to get closer to this thing. It's not moving. It's just like, again, it was like a spotlight came on in the sky, not like a shining down, but just like a I can't I don't know how to explain it. Just like that light, just like a light just comes into existence <laughs> and just sits there. As we get closer, we start to see little lights on the sides. We're like, oh, OK, that. Uh, we're starting to go, oh, that looks like a plane. That's just a plane. Okay, we're like, okay, whatever. So we continue to talk, you know, as we're driving home. And then, I kid you not, I get to a point to where I realize that thing hasn't moved since we saw it, like, at all. It's in a fixed point, whatever it is. Mm. And it's, like, again, we're thinking it's a plane. We start to get closer, the lights that we saw on the side, like little red and green are moving around, whatever it is. It no lie. looked like they had just like the star Wars parking brake in the middle of the sky floating about maybe 200, 300 feet, like 200 feet above this field, just in the middle of the And we, we ended up like just driving right past it. Here it is. Just hanging in the sky. And we just drive right past and go, there it is. <laughs> You know, um, and the, I I could see nothing underneath it. It was just a little thing, little pod mm -hmm. in the sky. Um, that again, had that big light on the front and then the little ones kind of going around and she's like, well, those lights moving around it, you know, <laughs> kind of a thing. And then we're talking about that on the rest of the drive and we get to a point where we're almost home and she goes, let's stop talking about it. Mm. So she was, she was, she's one of those people where like, you know, like, and I, again, that was by that point, that was like my fourth weird, like, what the hell was that thing? Um, what is wrong with Michigan? Just in general? Well, and most of them were in Arkansas. Oh, like, well, what is now, wrong with Arkansas? I will, well, but I will say with this one. Um, so we saw that, that fall, it was around this time of year, that fall, every time we would leave the city limits to go somewhere like to drive to church in grand, like grand Rapids, like a few, you know, like 30 minutes away on the interstate, or we went to like uh, do something in uh, Lansing and stop to eat and everything. And on our way back on the interstate, we, I would, we would see that that light would come on sometimes almost, almost every time a light would come on at least, at least five more times. And the next, like most of the time it was me alone. And my ex-wife saw it a second time when we went to Lansing and came back. It popped on. I go, look, there, look, there's another. She goes, just ignore it. Just ignore it. Mm -hmm. Didn't want to talk. And so, so I know that we did see something. And so that's, again, it's, it's just one of those things. It's like, you know, you, you, I, and I wanted to respect that for, for her, you know, and things like that, you know, because it, it isn't for everyone. But at the yeah. same time, it's it's because that stuff very much makes you question the nature of your reality. 
Absolutely. And if your framework is so fragile that you can't, I can't add aliens into that equation, mm-hmm. it's going to mess you up. Or I can't, whatever that is, I can't, it doesn't fit. Like my house of cards will come tumbling down. So I'm going to pretend that thing doesn't exist. Yeah. Um, which again is survival, things of that it's nature. But, yeah. And some of us let the whole house of cards fall and now we're here. You know, we do podcasting about Star Wars and occasionally yeah. when the mic is hot and, you know, our other friends aren't around, we'll talk about this stuff on mic and, you know, have fun. Get weird. Like, talk weird about, but yeah, like have people, you know, uh, question our sanity. It's great. You know, we do it every day. So don't worry. You know, it's fine. Just cause uh, gambit because we're toppling your house of cards. Absolutely. Kevin Spacey. Oh, real quick, shout out to Armando. Nice to see you, friend. Uh, it's been a while, but thank you. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, they're. Uh, it's it's nice again that kind of stuff is nice like it's nice to like have people uh validate what you saw because again we didn't want to no that's the thing we didn't ask for that to happen it just kind of happened and that's the the nature of this thing is almost it feels again it feels like it wants to be seen it just wants you to see it that's the whole point is it just for some reason it wants you to see it there's something of a, a again a podcast we listen to they talk about like um you know, it almost seems like we complete a circuit with this thing, whatever it is. Exactly. And it it's there. It's not that it doesn't exist, but that like there's something about right place, right time. And you seeing and being aware that it clicks into place and there you are. Um, there and, it is. Yeah. And it's I've, I walked through those woods like thousands of times. I don't know what was different about that moment. Like, right. I, I don't know what I did different or what was or was I at a point where I was more open to that kind of thing? I, I don't know. Right. But it right. happened. And now here I am. You know. I, yeah. We don't need you guys to tell us like, oh, wow, I believe you that it happened. It's nice. No. But we know that it happened because it happened I know what I saw. We know what we saw. Um, and listen, we're not going to be. We, we, we're going to be coming to uh, the the back alley of a diner near you. Uh, probably sure. our, our first tour. That's what our first tour as our of our show should be. I think. Just like, Waffle House. Tour back alleys of diners. <laughs> Just recreating the scene from Mulholland Drive, wherever we go. Right. <laughs> exactly. We, we will we will become the man behind the Winkies if possible. Like that Absolutely. is that is prime. <laughs> High strangeness. <laughs> yes, no, absolutely is. And like, yeah, if left to our own devices, guys, um, we, again, we are going to do weird, creepy shit. And again, that's just our nature. We love it. And we hope you've really, in- I, I'm, I hope you guys have enjoyed kind of uh, hearing our trauma <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and all of that. It's it's fun to talk. It is fun to talk about as much as you, it, it fills you with that uh, primal fear. Mm-hmm. It does. Um, it, it feels good to talk about, you know. Oh yeah, being heard and understood is an essential part of human nature, and it is a wonderful part of human nature to have friends yeah. who get it. Yeah. Right. Well, and yeah, again, like uh, it's 
it's it is so hard to describe to someone who's never experienced anything like that. Um, and I was yeah. going to get into a, a little thing I was going to tell too is like, have you ever done? Have you ever had the feeling of dread? And I was say this real quick, then we'll, we we can wrap this up or anything. Have you ever had like the feeling of dread, which people talk about that, like like in the uh, the complete mm -hmm. like uneasy. It's different than being afraid. Absolutely, it's different than. Oh, you just saw a creepy place and it made you feel weird. No, mm -hmm. it's it's more than that. I've had this um, at uh, was it we went to my dad and I went when I was a, I think I was in I might have been about to graduate or in college. I can't remember. We went to one of his cousin's houses to get something or whatever. He was moving into a new house or whatever it was. I forget what exactly. Um and we were over there and uh, there was this door that, you know, opened in the middle of the house that had steps to a basement. And there's not many basements in that uh, part of Arkansas and everything. So, you know, it's, it was, you know, something to see. Mm -hmm. But I opened up this uh, door to the basement and kind of stood in the doorway. And I have never felt like this in my life before and never since I had an intense, just absolute dread of like, it's like primal. Like my lizard brain was like, don't go down there. Do not, whatever you do, do not go down there. Don't go mm -hmm. down there. There is danger or so not even like that. Just like, I just, I don't know. It was worse than fear. It was like a, and again, it, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, you were really afraid. It's fine. No, no. This was broad daylight, you know, right in the middle of the city. Car, like a busy highway right outside going by. Like we're in the middle of civilization. I'm like, I'm fine if I'm in the middle of like a bunch of people, you know, kind of like mm -hmm. that. My dad was right there and his yeah. cousin right there. It was just an old dirty basement, like brick cinder block. Why was I so like, why was there that immediate when I opened the door? Don't go down there. Do not get the get away, get away, get away, get away, get away. Um, mm -hmm. But also being frozen to the spot. Um, yeah. But I don't know if you've experienced anything like that, but it's it is like an odd oh, yeah. sensation. Dude, um, my my dad is from Louisville, uh, Kentucky. My entire family pretty much is from Kentucky. Um, I cannot for the life of me remember the name of the sanatorium mm. it's there um it is a very famous old tuberculosis sanatorium sanitarium metallica whatever yeah yeah um but it was not too far away from where my dad grew up and so we're driving around the city you know just seeing the sights driving by the projects where he grew up and we drove by that building which is just a building from the outside. Yeah, yeah. And I got that dread. I had no idea what it was until my dad, you know, explained it much later. But I felt exactly what was inside that building, if that makes sense. Yeah. And it is an awful, awful feeling. It, ugh. I, I want to go almost, back someday, but that's right. The masochist in me. Well, and I mean, like, yeah, we're both kind of similar in that. Like, I don't want to, but I also really want to. Yeah, know? I want to go you inside. Um, I do guided tours. I want to go test. I want to test it out again, right? Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, no, I. Uh, it, it's almost as if something is letting you know 
mm-hmm. like or whatever. It's almost like something. It's like it's that latent instinct or whatever. But it's also like, hey, I'm here. <laughs> something mm-hmm. is what if if you if you're so inclined to believe something like that. But again, we say take things, you know, take things with a grain of salt. Whatever, you know, we're not telling you, you have to believe us because again, we don't need your validation. It's nice, but we know we know what we saw. We do, you know, the whole nine yeah. yards. Um, it is what it is. But uh, boop. Uh, I guess we should probably plug our soon to come show once again before we leave, uh, yeah. guys. Um, check out our show soon to come. If you again hold us to it, if you've enjoyed any of what we've done tonight, or even the spooky season, if you enjoyed boopinized general presence and chemistry then please uh go to gas us up fam gas us up to uh get this show off the road uh but we are and if you're just joining us and don't know um we have been playing around with a year or so of starting a creepy paranormal slash mental health kind of like just hanging out chatting with buddies podcast um and i believe we we've settled on um the name of weird and out a podcast uh was a a podcast about the weird uh for the weird by the weird and um i don't know we're excited to kind of get it off the ground tweet at us if you don't follow us on twitter um you know i'm gonna let like i'm at the canon junkie um and i'm gonna let boop give their stuff right now but uh yeah follow us and let us know what you want uh, mm-hmm. us to talk about as well but go ahead boop, boop. Yeah. where can the wonderful people out here in the bomb fm find you if you so want them to if you want to find me um go up to your bathroom mirror and like make sure it's slightly ajar like if it's a medicine cabinet um and then you know do your normal morning routine brush your teeth um and then close the cabinet i'll be standing right behind you that's all you <laughs> need to time. do every single every time, time. Every time. It scares it the crap out of Scotty. <laughs> you know That's how we became friends. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I know. It works with just the regular mirrors, too, which is weird. I don't know how that works, but it just somehow it does. It's like all of a sudden, like, whoa, I didn't see it's you that there. boop magic baby. The boop magic baby. Um, I actually yeah. carry around a screwdriver. Yes. Oh. As like all people should, you. Just, exactly. I, I'm just kidding. Don't carry on a, a screwdriver. Uh, you know, <laughs> that's actually why Scotty is away. Yep, maybe we'll see. Um, but uh, I want to plug too. I'm going to be on Nerd Herder tomorrow night, talking yes, about uh, the legacy of uh, Haunting of Hill House. Right. Yes. So One of a the... subject of which I know very little about, but I'm excited because I like haunted houses. That's fine, man. Like we. We're just going to be vibing and having fun talking about a very, very old story and the creation of an entire genre. That's the plug. Like, it, If you like spooky stuff, go for it. Hang out with us. We'll have you there. You and John have been really covering like you've been you are more doing the horror thing more so yes. than we are. Like we've kind of been spooky adjacent on Bomb Cast and everything. But like you guys are really putting in the hard work like dissecting like all of the good horror tropes, all the good, like, like Jason Friday the 13th, all that kind of stuff, you know? So um, yeah, go check that out. Seriously. If you guys haven't, it may surprise you, but I can in fact read. 
it's been a joke this entire time. And the books that I do read, like, they, they have a lot of horror to them. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, look, th listen, we're already getting some gasoline here. Oh, my God. Oh, my listen, God. Listen, uh, babe, it is recorded in a dumpster. Will, we will buy a dumpster and spray paint the name of the show on it. And that is what we will tour. That being dragged around um, by by a golf cart. That is what we're going to be uh, touring in uh, come Come if it ever comes to that, and let's be honest, it will because it's it's Boop and I. So you know, it's whatever. true. Yeah. Listen, yeah. we will tour dumpsters around the continental United States and also Montana, which doesn't actually exist. We'll and look, it's I mean, it's low hanging fruit, but we'll call it the dumpster fire tour. It'll be great. You'll love it. Um, I'm so down. <laughs> she already we is. Did you guys not hear Annabelle her talking? Camp. Yeah. Like I will set Annabelle one up. Oh, yeah, the Annabelle cam. Let's go to the Annabelle cam. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Annabelle, done the of, uh, student loan forgiveness. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> interesting. I didn't see her as a hardline Republican. Uh, anyway, uh, no. I suffered, so should the new children do. Oh, I was able to go by just waiting tables. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, Kids anyway. today. <laughs> so, Sib, thank you so much. Uh, for hanging out with me and doing this thing that we again love to do, um, we were gonna do it anyway. Well, no, you yeah, know, we're gonna we're gonna sit here and talk whether we're you know on the on the stream or not. But uh, let me see. Uh, again, don't worry, Scotty will be back again. Scotty is not. Scotty's coming back from uh his his cruise with uh again. Literally, he literally is on a cruise with the members of Kiss. I can't. I. I that is literally what he is doing. Um, that's not a bit. That is the literal thing. And so, there uh, are pictures to prove it. Absolutely. Well, hopefully, him and Paul uh, make it back safely and everything. You know, um, it's not so often that people are that close with their neighbors, but I'm glad Scotty is with Paul. Um, I don't think he has a choice. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, straight jacket free. We'll have to see. No. Um, <laughs> it's my white button up. Yeah. Not on the yeah. town. <laughs> if I want you at home, all I need is my mirror. <laughs> It's true. Mara already there. That's how it is. Yeah. Everywhere. She's there everywhere. They're they're everywhere you want to be, like MasterCard, you know? It's or very... Visa. It's Visa, isn't it? Visa. What's in your wallet? Be. It's me. I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh listen, uh guys, please check out Nerd Herder tomorrow. Um, patrons, I'm gonna be uh reading that book by myself or wh whether you're there or not. So show up and uh, get spooked Star Wars style with me. Um, Luke Skywalker, uh, Princess Leia, and Han Solo and Chewbacca and the droids were in this book for a little bit, and they're coming back. So come back and see them get spooked. Um, and also, hyperfocus with Nikki Kumar uh, of Imperial Senate Podcast. Please, 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 please show up. Uh, boop is going to be there in the comments for sure. And I'm, I'm betting true. you're coming on after calling in to ask the an question. I don't have to get him on. The, we've got to get him on the chart. He's got to be on the chart. So, um, yeah, it, this is all just business at this point. Uh, so. Business as usual. Right. Of course, all the time. Um, but, uh, listen, we're going to do a little, uh, a little thing to kind of like take your nerves off. Uh, after that, like harrowing journey through uh, mm -hmm. Boop and I's trauma, 
Uh, but let's let's go ahead and do a little. Let's add a little bit of levity here towards the end of the night, and then um, yeah, then we'll then we'll kind of kick this pig into the sun. Um, you know, I'm gonna boop. I'm gonna let you end it whenever we come back from it. But you know, I'll guys here have some Folgers. This is your wake up call. Time to reach, go for it all. Folgers birds inside of me, and I know what I can be. Limit is the sky. Hey world, watch me fly. And, you know, I said we're going to do levity to get your nerves off, but now um, right back into the nightmare fuel territory. And before I send us there, uh, Boop, what should the wonderful, creepy people do this Halloween season? And honestly, every day of their lives. Every single day. You know, there was a part of that story that I left off that, you know, was just a bit too too scary, a little bit too on the nose. Um, Right before I stopped or I started running to my friend Jenna's house, I I heard a voice. And that voice, it leaned in just just next to my ear. And it whispered, Stay Bombad. Did you say impossible? Pasquale? Only kidding, Jackie. I've changed my tune because I finally thought of a possible dream that we can all share. What oh, is that? It's a dream about a world where nobody is poor or sick or hungry. Oh, now that's a dream we can make come true. I'm gonna make a change for once in my life. It's gonna feel real good Gonna make a difference Gonna make it right As I point up the collar on My favorite winter coat This wind is blowing my mind I see the kids in the street With not enough to eat Who am I to be blind Pretending not to see them
See you in a little bit. Uh, not only did Scotty beat Jared, I beat Jared as well. This is a little known fact. Uh, Jared uh, got beaten, got his ass handed to him in Star Wars trivia by Scotty Jero, but not only Scotty Jero, by Jerry the Cannon Junkie Cable. That's me. That's me. I also beat Jared in trivia. Don't y'all forget it. Go tell him. Go tell him. Go right now. Go right now. Go tell him. Tell him that we beat him in trivia and he's never going to beat us again. He's never going to beat us in trivia. We own him. We own Jared. We owned him in trivia. Elfrona. Uh, 